0: Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com.
1: Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Find out about their upcoming DU Expo at duckexpo.com. By the Castle Rock Petonwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water. castlerock Petonwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, WoodsideRanch.com I'm Dan Small. Today, just in time for opening weekend, we'll learn how the Fish and Game Forecaster can improve your fishing success. We'll also talk with Greenwater Walleyes Guide Jesse Qualley about fishing Petonwell flowage. And Jim Bobby Ash announces May events at the Range of Richfield. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay with us. Time now for Madison Outdoors, and you hear this feature every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 AM, and any time at all on our podcast, which you can get on LakeLink Link, iHeartRadio, OutdoorNews.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again is a traveling friend of mine, McFarland guide, Ron Bearfield. Well, Ron, thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network.
2: Well, thank you, Dan. It's been a while. I've been
1: busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. And uh, let's start with the most recent activity. We're recording this on Wednesday early in the week, which we typically do. And this was the first day of the second turkey hunting period, and you sent me a photo this morning suggesting you were successful. Tell us about that.
2: It was a fun morning, actually. I called last Friday for a friend of mine, and he shot a real nice bird at about 6.15 in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, I called in two toms for him, and he got one right away. And then today I went and had my season and set up, and they had three or four toms up in the hillside. and I got down there in the dark and set my decoys up out in front of me and I, I was afraid they were going to bust me because I was pretty close to them. They didn't but started calling real soft and by golly as soon as it got light I, I'm watching these toms come down out of the trees and, but they had a bunch of hens with them and pretty soon all of a sudden I catch them out of the corner of my eye and ro- roosted probably 50 yards to my right. I didn't even know they were there four hens flew down right into my decoy oh boy <laughs> landed right in the decoys and so i, I, I just sat there real still watched them and they fooled around there a little bit and then they walked off towards the toms you know and i had a strutting tom out there but they didn't pay any attention to him or my hens and anyway uh make a long story short it was it got dead they quit gobbling it by seven o'clock so i sat there for an hour and a half and i'd make a little soft yelps once in a while you know and Oh, probably 8.15, I would say, 8.30. All of a sudden, I get a gobble off to my right and kind of behind me. So I started calling real soft, and he gobbled again. Then he, then they just shut up, and then 15 minutes later, here they came walking in, two nice toms, and there was eight jakes with them. Oh, my. I know it, and I, they, the jakes weren't right with them. The, the two bigger toms come in, you know. A ten inch beard. It wasn't a big monster beard or anything. The bird was probably twenty three pounds. I didn't weigh him. I would say he's one of those three year old birds, you know. Yeah. But anyway, these two toms come in, and they saw my setup and boy, I mean, they were coming in. I think they were coming in to to fight my uh Tom decoy. Okay. But uh anyway I, I shot the one first one that came because they were twins. I mean they weren't one wasn't any bigger than the other and I shot the first one and Donnie went, he, I mean, he went down, didn't flop, nothing, and the other Tom stood there just, again, started putting, you know, didn't know what was going on. All of a sudden, here come all these jakes running up into my decoy spread, and they started putting and carrying on and wanting to know what that other one was doing laying there, I guess, and, and they all walked off, and, and uh, so it was a pretty exciting morning. They It took them a half hour to get out of there, though. I couldn't. I didn't want them to know where I was sitting because I hunt this property with other people, you know, and so I wanted them to get the heck out of there so I could get up and get get my bird. But it took them a little while to get going, get up over the hill, and they putted all the way up over the hill, and then that other tom started gobbling again. (laughs) So I'm not sure what they were thinking.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't know anybody who knows what turkeys are thinking. (laughs) I I shot a Jake uh, last Friday because it just wasn't. Good weather earlier, and uh i didn't have uh, a lot of time to hunt and another Jake and two hens were with him and uh the other Jake hung around, and I did the same thing. I just sat there not wanting to give my place away my my spot and that that guy finally took off you know but uh yeah. anyway that's that's turkey hunting well, congrats on that, so now you can concentrate on fishing for a week before the next season comes around. Well, imagine you're guiding some folks too. I
2: actually um, won't be guiding until uh, after the opening weekend here. Okay. So that'll be what? That'll be the, I don't even know right now. I'd have to look, but I won't be guiding till that uh, week after that. I'll start.
1: Got but, it. Okay. Well, so where have you been fishing uh, most recently then?
2: Well, I've been on the Madison chain quite a bit. You know, a week and a half ago or a week ago, I was on Lake Erie. We did quite well out there. We were trolling reef runners out in about 31 feet of water, and we were probably 10 miles out, and that was a good bite. We limited out every day, and we had some really nice fish. I think I sent you some pictures. Yes. The biggest fish I had was probably 10 pounds, but we had a lot of 8 to 10-pound fish. Of course, we were trying to keep the three-pounders to eat. You know, we didn't want to eat those great big ones, so we took pictures, and we tried to let some of them go, and we did have a couple that didn't make it. We put them in the live well, and they... We had to keep them, but we're going to pickle those big ones. They pickle up very nice.
1: Oh, good idea. Now, you took your own boat, right?
2: We took our own boat out, yep. There was two of us. Originally, there was going to be five, I think, going out, but some guys backed out, and we just said, well, we're going, Yeah. (laughs) and we went. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, But the crappie bite out here on the Madison chain has been pretty good, and the bluegills, they've been coming into some of the little bays. Squaw Bay has been pretty fair. Mud lake there, the in, or in between the upper mud, has been pretty good. It's been producing quite a few bass as well. So, with this early bass season, catch and release season, you can have some fun in there with plastics. Dinner baits were working. I mean, it caught a few on those, but seemed like tube jigs and actually a six inch power worm was working very well.
1: And you like that early bass season, huh?
2: It's kind of fun. I, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I think a lot of guys are, are utilizing now that they've made it legal, you know, to, to go in and pay for them. Uh, I know some guys, too, though, that are probably fishing walleye in northern, and if you get stopped, I'm, well, this is a bass bait, I'm fishing bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. That, oh, they're yeah. letting them go. They're not keeping them anyway.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, with opening weekend coming up next week, any advice for folks who might be fishing the chain?
2: in Monona Bay and panfish, if you're looking for that type of fish, if you're looking for walleyes, the trestle at Morebisa, right below where the current comes out there, on the downstream site, has been the best, anyway, for the walleyes over the years here. They will stay sometimes above it, but most of the time uh, I'm having my most success on opening week where the river runs in from uh, Mendota and runs into Lake Monona, that's right up front of the river there. They will stay there after they've been up in the river for a while. So that would be another good place to try.
1: All right. And the Wisconsin River still high. Uh, what about Lake Wisconsin?
2: Lake Wisconsin has been pretty good. I've been fishing that as well. size to get.
1: Yeah, those are perfect eaters for sure, and they're fun to catch when they're that big.
2: They are, exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and I suppose you haven't had time to go trout fishing lately.
2: I haven't lately, no. I've, I was going to go out and uh, possibly I'll just sneak out this afternoon for a little while. I've got my bird clean, so that's in called in
1: to you, and we'll catch up with you again.
2: That sounds good. Thank you, Dan.
1: You bet. Ron Bearfield with the Madison Report. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio.
3: Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county state and national parks and the necita national wildlife refuge learn more at castlerock petenwell.com or on facebook at castle rock petenwell lakes association enjoy the ultimate shooting experience
1: at the range of richfield your one-stop shop for all shooters If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupey and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal, year after year. The firm of Hupey and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupey and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit hupey.com. And by the way, all 11 offices of Hupey and Abraham are open for business. And the firm of Hupey and Abraham has paid thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in the Milwaukee area. Michael Hupie is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers, and he's currently offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, visit milwaukeecrimestoppers.com. Well, joining me from Wisconsin Rapids, back from another Masters Walleye Circuit Tournament, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, um, that one was over on Lake Erie, I understand.
3: Yeah, over on Lake Erie out of Monroe, Michigan, and sitting right in between two different events. Dan got an event next weekend that uh, was supposed to happen on uh, on uh, the Mississippi River out of uh, Red Wing and Welch, Minnesota, and we had to move that now to uh, Lake Pettenwell, actually. So we'll, we'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but... Uh, Monroe uh, was a great tournament, 60 boats out there, 61 pounds, 10 ounces, won the event. Um, a couple of uh, local Michigan guys went out there and did what they needed to do. Uh, you know, they have all of Lake Erie to fish, and it was interesting to see what uh, what everybody chose to do. But uh, the winning team ended up going kind of southeast to the Ohio Islands and um, found success there. Second and third place went to the North Shore in the on the Canadian side. And uh found uh, their fish up there. So they were they're spread across the lake. But this upcoming event, having to switch places, uh it's just uh a, a lot of work, a lot of effort in a short period of time, but we really hope folks turn out and there's still time to sign up. If you want to fish a Masters Walleye Circuit right here in central Wisconsin, uh you can do so. Get over on the Walleye Circuit dot com and fish uh, Lake well with us
1: all right well i hope that you're able to you've done all the logistics now i hope you get a good crowd for that because these tournaments are are really something and they're more exciting when there's a bigger turnout of um, of competitors aren't they
3: oh yeah absolutely but you know we understand that you know usually this is something you can prepare for a year and a half out yeah uh this uh this is you know we've just got a few days so we we get it but we're going to run a great event it's going to be fun excellent and you're hunting this week somehow (laughs) <laughs> yeah, in between all of it, I'm gonna try to get and sneak out. Uh, both uh, Robert and I have tags. We'll see if we can fill one or both. Uh, it would be would be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, well, good luck to you. And I had a period A turkey tag, and you saw the crazy weather we had for most of those seven days, or at least mm-hmm. the first couple. I got out on Friday, and um, I, I got a Jake late afternoon, and I was happy to have that opportunity. Um, you know, I call it a gift bird. <laughs> I just, uh I wasn't going to sit through rain and there's just too much wind to deal with on some of the other days. So anyway, I got one in the, in the bag, as they say. You know, it's been a couple of years since I took a group to Ballard's Black Island Resort up on Lake of the Woods. But I'm going again this year now that Canada has opened back up to American visitors. The dates are September 11th through 15th. We'll spend four nights on Black Island with three days of fishing for walleyes, bass, pike, and muskies. All the meals are included, and we'll enjoy enjoy shore lunches of fresh walleyes, plus great breakfasts and evening dinners in the lodge. It's limited to only 11 guests, and it could fill fast, so if you're interested, visit blackisland.com. The cost is $1,500 per person. That sounds like a lot, but it covers everything. Guides, boats, food bait, everything. All you need to do is get there. BlackIsland.com if you're interested. Well, coming up, John Lehman, president of Datasport, Inc., explains how the fish and game forecaster and moon clock can improve your fishing success. Jesse Qualley of Greenwater Walleyes Guide Service reports on fishing action on the wisconsin river and its flowages in juneau county where your event is next week and you'll be fishing it in fact and we'll kick things off with jim bobby ash and a look at may events at the range of richfield all that and more straight ahead on outdoors radio
4: for the nonprofit Ruffed grouse society the well-being of the rough grouse and american woodcock is a special priority But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about Forest Wildlife Habitat Management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Here's a message from our
3: friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba,
4: and Houghton. We at
3: Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90 plus years and your continued support of our local family owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road trails or waters don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing call remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs
1: enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the range of richfield your one-stop shop for all shooters Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com.
5: Attention all anglers. Stay ahead of the crowds with the most up-to-date and accurate fishing reports from around the region with OutdoorNews.com. Complete with lake maps and reports, gear reviews, and pro tips, it's the nation's top site for modern anglers. During the month of May, you can get 50% off any membership to OutdoorNews.com and never miss the best fishing info again. Just use the code MAY23 at checkout to instantly up your fishing game. Visit OutdoorNews.com today.
0: Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. It's located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela store, where highways 41 and 45 split, and online at therangewi.com. And joining us once again for our monthly chat about what's going on at the range is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash. Jim, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again.
6: Hey, Dan. It's always great to be here with you. I, I look forward to it every month.
1: Well, how was April?
6: April was a great month. We had plenty of excitement and fun. Um, Our business is staying consistent for the last several weeks. Range traffic has increased, and we continue to see a lot of new folks, and we're always delighted to welcome back our old friends. guns, we're still getting a whole lot of guns. We're getting a lot of ammo, which is also terrific. Our consignment guns are growing both in-house and on guns.com, and the part that continues to amaze me is the number of people that have taken interest in our classes and educational programs. Education is very important to me, and we're getting the word out, and people are responding.
1: Well, that's good. So these are, for the most part, new shooters or new maybe to handguns or to one aspect of the sport?
6: Very much so, yes, yes. We've got the different levels. For example, the first shot that, that introduces it to them, and then we go from there. So it is amazing. And a part that's really kind of amazing is we don't have a, a concealed carry class this month. Our instructor is having some minor st- surgery, so... Uh, we we, we won't be able to do anything, but we have one on the end of, the first part of next month, and it's already booked. 30 people. They're still out there, and they're still looking for help, so which is great.
1: Okay. Well, so what does May look like?
6: May's going to be great. We'll start with some classes. We have our basic, NRA basic pistol course, which is on May 6th and 7th. Unfortunately, it's full already, but stay tuned. We'll be offering it again another month Mm -hmm. or so. So, and then I did mention our popular first shots class, and that'll be on Wednesday, May 17th. And again, this is a for somebody who's never shot before, it's a chance to come in and with a very small investment, can learn a little bit about guns and actually shoot a 22. and if they like it, we can obviously grow from there. If they don't, they don't have a whole lot of dollars invested in it. Another popular course, is our NRA range safety officer class, and that's going to be on May 20th. Anybody who uh, wants to be a range safety officer is required. Uh, at least at our our place, to take this class so that they know uh, the fundamentals and and not only can they help the people with the shooting, but they can also keep them safe, so it's important
1: to us. Yeah, all right. Well, and then you do private lessons
4: as well, don't you?
6: Yes, yes, I've got some really great instructors, and uh, they do a great job. And this is really a nice way, if you haven't any experience or have some experience, when you've got an individual class, the instructor is able to tailor it to your needs. If you're in a major class with, say, 10, 12 people, sometimes, you know, you may get bogged down in one area that you're good at or very familiar with. I always encourage the private instructors. That it, they work out extremely well.
1: Uh huh. You add classes and times off and on, don't you, throughout the month?
6: Oh yeah. It's going to be a little bit slower right now because uh, coming into summer with all the other uh, outdoor activity. It's always changing. Again, it may be a little bit quieter now. But starting up in September again, it will be a full bore with all the glasses. And I think some new ones this year.
1: Well, good, good. And some specials. I would imagine you've got some coming up.
6: Oh, yes, we have our May specials. So in honor of Armed Forces Day, from May 20th to May 21st, active military and vets shoot free. All we need to do is come on in and show us an ID, and they get a lane and have some fun. Well, good. And we can't forget about Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. Mom's Day is on May 14th. So all moms shoot for free, and they get a free target. And if you don't know what to get, Mom, for Mother's Day, you can always pick up a Range gift card, and we're running a little special. If you spend $50 or more on a a gift card, we'll give you a a discount card for a half an hour of free shooting also. Oh, nice. This offer is going to run now through Mother's Day. And these can be purchased in the store uh, online at theRangeWI.com. Spring cleaning time is here, and it's time for most of us to get those trusty firearms out and clean them up. So what we're doing is we're having a 15% all of our cleaning supplies for the entire month of May.
1: Nice. Any leagues going on?
6: Yes. As a result of the success of our Bullseye League, we are offering a summer Bullseye Slow Fire League. And that'll start on May 2nd and runs through September 1st. And you can shoot any weekday, Tuesday through Friday. We will have more information on our website. When you get to the regular bullseye league, it's a timed shoot. So they've got a guy and there with a timer and you get 10 shots and you count how well you shoot. And, and we had uh, actually trophies for those who did well. So this is a chance to come in here and, and start learning about it. it. There's no timer. So you've got time to, you know, really concentrate and get going on it. We think this will help a lot for people who want to get involved and were maybe a little afraid to jump into the, the full bullseye league.
1: Well, good. And ladies' night, you usually have one of those.
6: Yeah, we try to do that once a month, and this one is going to be on May 24th. The theme is what to practice and tips for training. So this is a great night. So ladies, be sure to check it out. The girls have a really great time.
1: Okay. How about safes?
6: Oh, we just got another shipment of 12 new Liberty safes delivered uh, actually just the other day. And I've got these priced to move. We have a great selection in stock, so no need to wait. And today's a great time to enjoy the peace of mind that you get when you buy the best built safe on the planet. We'll link delivery safes.
1: All right. And consignment guns, you usually have a pretty good selection of those.
6: We do, and it's amazing that the number of guns keep growing. It changes uh, almost daily. So if you're you know, in the market, I see guys coming in here now on a regular basis just to see what came in and what's new. We've been very fortunate with that. If you're looking to turn some of those guns that you're no longer using uh, into cash, Come on, stop in. Brian does a great job in getting these guns sold either in the store or on gunbroker.com.
1: Okay. And, of course, Memorial Day is a Monday. You're usually closed on Monday, so I imagine you won't be open on Memorial Day.
6: Right. Well, I just want to mention that to everybody because, you know, other people have off on that day, and they're always looking for something to do. But, you know, unfortunately, we will not be open uh, May 29th.
1: All right. But the rest of the month, you're there and ready to talk, whether people oh, want to shoot or buy something or just chat about guns.
6: Absolutely. We we love to see you. Come on in, and we'll tell you what's going on in the marketplace and uh, hopefully convince you to donate some lead.
1: All right. Well, Jim, have a great month of May, and we will talk to you again as June approaches.
4: Awesome, Dan. Thank you.
1: You bet. Jim Bobiash, he's the president of the Range of Richfield. Everything we talked about here is on their website, therangewi.com. And if you want to visit them in person, they're located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela Store, where 41 and 45 split. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio.
0: Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Joining me now is John Lehman. He's president of Data Sport Inc. of Atlanta, and Data Sport publishes the annual Fish and Game Forecaster and Doug Hannon's Moon Clock both of which help hunters and anglers plan their outings around peak fish and game activity periods. The website is datasport.com. John, thanks so much for joining us, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network. Thanks,
7: Dan. It's a pleasure to be with you.
1: Now, some of our listeners are familiar with John Alden Knight's Solunar Tables, which forecast fish and game activity periods based on both the sun and the moon. Is that what the Fish and Game Forecaster does? It
7: does. The fishing, They're two separate things, Dan, really, and they don't often mirror one another, but the fish and game forecast predicts those kind of periods, but they're not based on the moon alone.
1: Uh-huh.
7: The moon clock is based solely on the moon. It, an interesting story about how the fish and game forecast got to be, quote unquote, invented. I guess that's for a bit later.
6: All right. That's
7: what we do. Uh-huh. We do it it, we do it for fishing, hunting, bird watching, and we have a lot of people that are wildlife photographers that use it. We used to have one of the, I believe it was Cabela's, the guy that was in charge of filming that, was using this uh, to determine the future times that was going to be best for being a field.
1: Uh-huh. Well, how does one use the forecaster?
7: Well, you've got the opener coming up, so... If you're going to go fishing for the opener you determine what time of day is going to be most active it's not a feeding schedule it's an activity schedule and the theory is that fish or game or birds are moving to eat it doesn't actually predict the feeding but it predicts the movement
1: well you mentioned our opener which is may 6th that's the general inland fishing opener on most lakes in Wisconsin. Those of us who will be fishing opening weekend, targeting walleyes, northern pike, and bass for the most part, I'm looking at May 6th in your book. 9 a.m. is just getting into the good time, but the afternoon looks even better.
7: Yep, 3 o'clock is the peak there. One of the things that's different about what we do from a lot of the things that are available now electronically is we don't predict an exact time these things are figured on the center of each time zone so there isn't really much of a delay or a precursor one way or the other but anybody that's been out there fishing or hunting realizes that if the time says 117 the deer or squirrels or bass or walleye don't say Oh, it's one sixteen. We got a minute to get going.
6: <laughs>
4: yeah, right. Everything,
7: yeah. Everything builds earlier and finishes later than the exact times because of the fact that it's the forces affect smaller fish and game first and then they're followed by larger fish and game.
1: So what are the various factors that go into the activity time periods?
7: Let's the moon clock first okay and as i said that is solely the moon and it's kind of like john alden knight's Solunar tables and obviously Solunar lunar is referring to the moon which is the lunar part and the soul which is the solar part right and the sun our moon clock is a product of doug hammond who was an amazing guy i think i remember you said you've run into him a couple of times, or at least talked with him. I did. He was a, a Canadian by birth, and really best known for catching a huge amount of huge bass.
1: He was known as the bass professor.
7: Exactly. And a unique guy, a unique personality, and unfortunately, he's not here. He departed, I'm going to say, probably six or seven years a- ago.
1: Actually, a decade ago this month. I looked it up. Yeah, it's hard to believe he's gone that and long. It's hard he, to he—he was a young man when he died. Young compared to me. I mean, you and me,
7: everybody's young compared to us. Y- but yeah. Yes, he was in his sixties. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. But a, a unique personality and a brilliant guy. He probably has—I don't even know how many now—but uh, had a number of different patents that he had of things he had uh, invented. Like, for example, the ninja prop was on motor guide for so long that was his invention Mm -hmm. and he used to one of the other things he invented was the
1: Yeah, he, he invented this moon clock, and I have one in my hand here, so how does it work?
7: It's very easy. It's a rotating dial. It's on a 4x6 plastic bed, and you just rotate the inner dial, which has the months, to the days, which are on the outer dial. And mm-hmm. that will give you the good and excellent time periods. So the sixth, the good times are, let's see... 6:45 to 8:15 in the morning. Uh-huh. And I don't know what time dark is, but 7:15 to 8:45 at night.
1: Yeah, that should be yep. in daylight still. Yep.
7: Yep. And you'll notice that those are an hour and a half each.
6: Uh-huh.
7: So the good periods are an hour and a half. The excellent periods are two hours, and so the excellent periods are 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Yep. That's uh, getting up a little early. Yep. Or 1:15 to 3:15 p.m. The other part of this thing—it does a number of things. That will be one day past the full moon, and. Doug's theory is that three days before and after the full moon and the new moon are the times that are most productive.
1: Well, I certainly concur with that based on my own experience, and I've seen a lot of wildlife activity around the full moon. I know deer hunters are keyed into that. Okay, so we've got the moon clock then telling us that those are good times. Now, There are other factors that go into your fish and game forecaster, right? Not just where the sun or where the moon happens to be. Right. I mean, what about weather and what about, uh, you know, we had a freak snowstorm the other day. And, uh, you know, that's unusual for April, but it happened.
7: Weather is the overpowering feature to both of these things. Uh I don't care what you're looking at, whose table it is the weather overrides everything and it's the frontal activity really that causes the most powerful influence on these things it all is based mostly on the moon because the moon is that much closer than the sun so it has quite a pull on all kinds of wildlife the problem with that is that it's you can it can say that it's a lousy time and a cold front can be moving in and a, I don't know whether you agree or disagree, but the advent of a cold front prior to its arrival makes everything much better. Yep. And as it passes, it depresses it. So those are things that you should take into account. And it makes the peaks, the most active times, that much more active.
1: Uh-huh. Both of these are very handy tools, and the moon clock, as you mentioned, is uh, plastic, so it's not going to get wet and uh, deteriorate, and your book is small enough to put in your boat's glove compartment or a tackle box, whatever you need to do to keep it dry. or And, you... it,
7: and the forecaster actually, Dan, has a couple of other aspects that are different from the moon clock. One of them is that it has a log book that's integral with it. Yes. You know, I don't know how many people these days keep a... the moon clock is the way it was invented and it's really kind of an interesting thing. This is coincidentally the 50th year of the fish and game forecast and I believe it's the 42nd for the moon clock. I didn't invent either of them but it must be doing something right to last that long. I
1: guess so, yeah.
7: Yeah, We have a lot of folks from the Wisconsin area that use these things through the years. So the difference is that Uh, Let me go back a little bit before that and tell you how this got invented.
1: Well, John, I want to hear about the origin of the Fish and Game Forecaster, but we need to take a break here. Will you stay with us, and uh, we'll pick it up in a minute or so?
7: Love to do it. Thank you.
1: You bet. Folks, we're talking with John Lehman about the Fish and Game Forecaster and Doug Hannon's moon clock, and we will be back and talk with John a little more right after this. I'm Dan Small. You're listening to Outdoors
3: Radio. Castle Rock and Petonwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Neceda National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock petenwellcom or on Facebook, at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association.
1: Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or Cargo Max, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out FLOEintl.com flow trailers where the rubber meets the road
0: step outside let us be your guide florence county wisconsin
3: are you looking for that perfect northwoods destination for outdoor recreation florence county has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful atv utv trails many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle seven wild river waterfalls to explore Horse trails with campgrounds and
5: friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Attention all anglers. Stay ahead of the crowds with the most up-to-date and accurate fishing reports from around the region with OutdoorNews.com. Complete with lake maps and reports, gear reviews, and pro tips, it's the nation's top site for modern anglers. During the month of May, you can get 50% off any membership to OutdoorNews.com and never miss the best fishing info again. Just use the code MAY23 at checkout to instantly up your fishing game. Visit OutdoorNews.com today.
1: Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com.
0: Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. I've been talking with John Lehman, president of Data Sport Inc., about the Fish and Game Forecaster and Doug Hannon's Moon Clock. And the website is Inc dot com. And John, we were talking about the origin or about to talk about the origin of the forecaster. How did it get started?
7: Well, it started in Minneapolis with a couple of guys that were fishing buddies and one of them was working with Sperry Rand. Um, I don't know if you recall but Sperry Rand was the old version of Sperry Univac. That's today, known as Unisys, one of the guys was paid by Sperry Rand to put as much information as they could into this computer program to find out how much it would take to blow it up. This was way back in the beginning. And it was probably not even a magnetic tape, it might have been a wire. And probably the huge, if I recall, my first computer, Uh, other than a a commodore 64 was a uh, apple 2e and they had a a huge memory of 40 megabytes oh Uh, yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyway this these guys decided that they would put in all kinds of information that they knew was important to fishing the moon position the sun position relative to the earth they were thinking about barometric pressure according to the movement of fronts, but they couldn't put that in. So that is something you have to put in, but they were interested and they knew that the natural triggers of dusk and dawn were things that made fish move and, and deer move and that kind of business. And those are cranked in there. And through the years they kept track of different, kinds of tournaments. They did the St. Paul Pioneer Press had a walleye tournament. They took those times that the fish were caught and backfed them into this, and they did this a few times and kept trying to make sure that it was more accurate based on the after effect of when the fish were caught. And that's really basically how it turned out.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And it's been published ever since.
7: It's been published. I think 1972 was the first time, so this is actually the 50th year.
1: Yep. All right. Let's circle back to the opening day of our game fish season, which is May 6th. And based on both the moon clock and the fish and game forecaster, and also the fact that the full moon is on the 5th, uh, May 6th ought to be a pretty good day for fishing.
7: Definitely. You know what they say? Yeah. Any day to go fishing is a good day.
6: So <laughs> I'll
7: tell you one of the other things that's kind of interesting about this and what it does for you. Let's say that you have to cut the grass on the weekend mm-hmm. and you look at it on that weekend. And 9 o'clock in the morning is not as good as 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you're going someplace close. Don't be cutting the grass at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Be fishing. Mm -hmm. And so 9 o'clock in the morning is a pretty good time to cut the grass or do whatever other honeydew things that you have around the
1: house. Right. And maybe you can explain to your wife or significant other that Look, it's right here in the book. I really ought to be fishing at that time, so I'm free to do the chores at this other time, right?
7: Absolutely. (laughs) Let me know how that
1: works. (laughs) (laughs) I will give it a try. Well, for folks who want to get copies, and I've got mine, but uh, folks, you've still got time before opening day. How do we get a copy of these two amazing forecast devices?
2: Well,
7: there are several options. Actually, the best way of doing it is to go online, to datasportinc.com and you'll see both the Fish and Game Forecaster and the Moon Clock right there and it's an easy deal it's very safe but there's two other options that are interesting as well and we now make, actually we've done it for years, we make apps which have the both the information from the Fish and Game Forecaster and the Moon Clock and it's, unfortunately, it's only good for Apple products. Uh-huh. We used to do the Androids, but the Apples, for some reason, outproduced them, and it got to be very expensive to even make one. So we opted just to do the, it's called iOS yep. operating system. So the, uh, the, there's a direct link to both of those things on that front page on the Datasport, Inc. website.
1: Okay. Does the app version also have the logbook feature? Nope. (laughs) Uh Aha, okay. So if you want to keep track of the weather and the wind direction and make a note of that special place where you caught that big walleye or bass, you need the book.
7: Exactly. All right have both of them because then you don't have to take the book with you Uh if you're sitting in a tree stand you can look at your app and it'll tell you what the time is and when to keep
1: your eyes open. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think a lot of our younger listeners are going to go with the app. My on-air partner, Jeff Kelm, who just recently turned 40, I, he does read, but, boy, he, he does everything on his phone. And yeah, uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> and, and, and he's not all that young anymore, and anyone younger than, than Jeff um, for sure is is phone-based. So, all So, right. Exactly. Well, John, thank you so much for an interesting conversation and telling us all about the Fish and Game Forecaster and Doug Hannon's moon clock. And I hope a lot of our listeners will check out your website and get their copies in time for fishing season, which is opening very soon.
7: That's great, and I appreciate the time you're spending, and, and thanks for having
1: me on. You bet. John Lehman is the president of Data Sport Inc., and they publish the Fish and Game Forecaster. This is the 50th edition now, the 2023 version, and Doug Hammond's Moon Clock. You can order both, and you can learn more online, and you can also get the app as well at datasportinc.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Let's turn our focus now to Castle Rock and Petenwell Flowages and the Wisconsin River. Juno County and these bodies of water offer four seasons of outdoor recreation, including hiking and biking trails and more and the lands around the flowages. You can check out everything that's offered in this area online at castlerock com. And joining us now is a familiar voice, Jesse Qualley, owner of Greenwater Walleyes Guide Service, and his website is greenwaterwalleyes.com. Well, Jesse, Thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network. Thanks, Dan. How's it going? Oh, It's going well, and gosh, the game fish season is open year-round on the river and the flowages I just mentioned, unlike elsewhere in the state where it's going to open next weekend. But how's the fishing been so far this spring? It's been
8: a different spring, but guys are catching fish. You know, we've been getting a lot of high water and a lot of cold water. You know, it's kind of like a slow process, and then bang, it happened really fast, They spawned but... You know, guys are getting out still and catching fish. If you put the time in, you're going to catch the fish. But now they're pretty much done spawning and they're moving back out to the lake, and they're you know, they're hungry now, so they're a little bit easier to catch.
1: Now you're talking walleyes, of course.
8: Yep, walleyes. Yeah,
1: and have you been fishing both lakes and the river?
8: Yep, I've been on Castle Rock a few times, fishing around the Buckhorn Bridge area. And out on the Buckhorn side, I've been below Castle Rock Dam a few times, and the coast of the stretch of the river for quite a bit.
1: How is that river looking? It's pretty high now, isn't it?
8: Yeah, it's about perfect right now. You know, we still got some good current flow, and it's a little high. You know, Nakusa today was about a foot to two foot higher nor- than normal. Still good current, but Petenwell flow is just still about two foot low out on the lake. Below oil Dam, it's raging down there. And the same thing, cats rock all the way down to the dells, you know. But it's starting to get where people, it's to where people can actually get out and boat all the dams now. But it was cranking pretty good. I mean, that's the most water I've seen in a long time.
1: And out in the lake, that different level, does that make a difference in the, how the fish are hitting and where to fish?
8: No, well, in the spring, they try to maintain for the spring runoff. So in February, they start dropping their bodies of water, you know. But these fish still move up the spawn fish run up in the river to spawn there's still lake fish to spawn but what you really need is you need good current to move the fish from the lake to the river and we had that and then we had just the slow process of since we've been having this amazing weather Slow process of water temperature rise but then we had that real warm weekend and it jumped the water temperature up drastically you know and the fish spawned and now they're heading back to the lake so was kind of tough but it's, it's picked up pretty good
1: well what advice have you got for newcomers to these waters this spring
8: well, play it safe out there, and the DNR are really talking about wearing your life jackets, having your throw and everything, have that all out. Try new things, you know, ask around, read information. There's all kinds of stuff out there. It seems like it changes daily, especially this year, you know. And Who knows, when these fish go out on the lake, could be a trolling bite right away, or it could be a jigging bite. You're going to want to head to where the rivers feed into the headwaters while the fish filter out on the lake. You can charge get pumps or structures, a river channel, a little bit, of it, you know, just mix it up and... Try different stuff. Try new stuff. Just keep working at it.
1: All right. Now, do you have available dates this spring and summer for guiding?
8: Yes. I still have a few dates open in May and some in June. A lot in July and August, they're booked or anybody. Uh, each month, I got a few dates open, and then September and October, I got quite a few dates,
1: too. All right. Good. With all the fishing you do, Jesse, have you had any time to turkey hunt this spring?
8: Yes. I took my youngest daughter out for the youth hunt, and we had a close encounter Saturday evening with some Toms. They were hend up. They were pretty far for our beginner to shoot, you know, with their new gun out that far. We just didn't feel comfortable that. But then Sunday, we had some hand up Toms. We left them and we had nine Jakes come in. And they came in so close. They were literally 30 to 40 feet to our left. And if we would have been out just another foot, it would have been wide open shooting for her. But she said...
1: <laughs> well, good for her. She's got the right attitude.
8: They're there. I love turkey on spring, turkey on that. and that's, that's a rush. That's just like catching a big muskie or, uh, you know, hunting a big whitetail during the rut. That is so much fun, and the kids enjoy that big time.
1: Absolutely. Well, yep. Jesse, earlier in the show, Jeff Kelm mentioned that the Masters Walleye Circuit is coming to Peatonwell next weekend because of high water on the Mississippi. Are you planning to fish it? Without giving too much away, (laughs) any advice for someone competing in this event? follow up with you afterwards and see how you did. Alright, appreciate it. Thanks, bud. You bet. Jesse Quali, a guide with Greenwater Walleyes Guide Service. This is brought to you by the Castle Rock and Petenwell Lakes Association. CastleRock-Petenwell.com I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this.
4: For the nonprofit profit Rough Grouse Society, the well-being of the rough grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about Forest Wildlife Habitat Management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS.
5: Attention all anglers. Stay ahead of the crowds with the most up-to-date and accurate fishing reports from around the region with OutdoorNews.com. Complete with lake maps and reports, gear reviews, and pro tips, it's the nation's top site for modern anglers. During the month of May, you can get 50% off any membership to OutdoorNews.com and never miss the best fishing info again. Just use the code MAY23 at checkout to instantly up your fishing game. Visit OutdoorNews.com today.
0: Step outside, let us be your guide Florence County, Wisconsin
5: Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination
3: for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful atv tv trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today.
1: Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or Cargomax, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out FLOEIMTL.com. Flow trailers, where the rubber meets the road.
3: Castle Rock and Petonwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Niceta National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock petenwellcom or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petonwell Lakes Association.
0: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
3: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at CedarLakesales.com. And folks at Cedar Lake will uh, remind you that on May 13th, they'll have Coast Guard personnel on hand for boat safety checks. And they're offering up to $2,500 in instant cash back on new Crestliner Fishhawk, Superhawk, and Vision models. Uh, check the Cedar Lake sales website or Facebook page for details. We're also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Find out about their upcoming DU Expo at duckexpo.com. And by Castle Rock Petonwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water at castlerock Petonwell.com, And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com.
1: And if our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, is not airing where you live at this time, you can watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. And last year's Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, along with shows from several recent years, are archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube TV
3: channel. Uh, Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV on YouTube. And a couple different places you can find us online and uh, download the show, take us with you during the week. Go to lake-link.com, go to Outdoors Radio, and uh, you can download it there. You can also go to outdoornews.com slash podcast and find it there as well. Find Dan on social media at Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff.
1: The DNR is looking for volunteers to help with elk calf surveys on the elk herd in Jackson County and the surrounding area dates are May 19th through June 18th. It's fun, but hard work, and you'll be tromping through brush and over rough terrain, and when they find a calf, DNR staff take measurements, put a GPS collar on it so they can follow its movements. So if you're interested, go to the DNR website and type in elk survey, and you'll find out how to sign up for it. Dave Roll, our videographer for Deer Hunt Wisconsin, is hoping to get some footage that we might use on a future deer hunt show. Elk are big deer, right? And we may be, Jeff, you and I may be hunting them someday if we're lucky. Maybe <laughs> someday, that's right. Yeah, well, you've done it out west, but uh, here in Wisconsin, that would be cool. Pretty great well, if you're, Yeah, it would be great. If you're in the Mauston area and you happen to hear this on our podcast before Saturday or early Saturday morning, On WRJC Radio, the Outdoors Forever Conservation Club Annual Kids Day is going on today, that's April 29th, from 9 a.m. to noon at the Outdoors Forever Clubhouse on County Road N in Boston. Activities include shed antler hunting, birdhouse building, archery, nature hikes, and more. For info, visit outdoorsforeverclub.com. And if you've ever thought about buying a Hungarian Vizsla, a friend of mine has a litter of 8 KC registered Hungarian Vizsla puppies with championship bloodline and pedigree from the bloodline of KC Touchdown Guy. I don't know him, but he sounds powerful. He's the dog with the most field trial wins of any Vizsla. The mother of the litter is his daughter, and she and she, her, her name includes a Josie in there, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. She was bred by the same breeders, countryside kennels of Keeville, Kentucky. Puppies were born February 21st. They are ready to go. They're nine weeks old, and ready for new homes. Price is $1,500. That's, um, that's a good deal on a pedigreed, uh, Vishla. Mm-hmm. You can call, uh, Scott at 920-948-6969 or message me on Facebook at Dan Small Outdoors, or email dsoradio at gmail.com if you're interested. As I mentioned earlier, I'll be hosting a group at Ballard's Black Island Resort on Lake of the Woods in September. You can go to Ballard's... Uh, go to blackisland.com if you're interested and click on Trips and look for my name that should be posted there. Blackisland.com Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. He and his friends will present a series of concerts this spring, the next one May 20th at the Harborview Event Center in Washburn. Visit warrennelson.com for more information. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Jeff, get a turkey, get some sleep, and uh, good luck with that tournament this weekend. Yeah, Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. You, you bet. And folks, be sure to join us next week for Outdoors Radio.